Welcome to the Great Loop Radio Podcast, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. I'm Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, we're going to continue our story of our loop series, where we have some of our gold loopers who have done the entire Great Loop route. Uh, they come on and they tell us the stories of their Great Loop. And uh, today, we've got Tom and Joyce. And what makes them a little bit different than kind of your, your standard loopers is that they completed the Great Loop with another couple aboard one boat. And we wanted to have them on because we get this question a lot. So um, we will get their thoughts on, on what made it work for them, because we know there have been some cases that have worked and some that really were not successful. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about that with Tom and Joyce in just a minute. Before we really dive in, I want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Curtis Stokes & Associates, Great Loop Yacht Sales, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. And with the business out of the way, I'd like to officially welcome Tom and Joyce Schulke to Great Loop Radio. Thanks for joining me. Thanks Thank for you. having us. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of, you know, gave the spoiler alert already. Um, what kind of makes you unique is that you did the Great Loop with another couple aboard. But let's just kind of start from the beginning. Tell us a little bit about the two of you and your boating experience before you set out on the Great Loop. Well, we've owned quite a few boats through the years and in our younger years, mostly small ones, uh, small as canoes, skiffs, pontoon boats. But after we retired uh, about 15 years ago, we relocated in Florida and discovered some of the great boating areas in the area. And um, we would go out with our Carolina skiff to Crystal River and, and uh, take out day trips. One day we were visiting there and I saw this small trailerable trawler go by a sea dory and I just had to have one. You know, having a cabin boat uh, opened up a lot of overnight and longer traveling opportunities for us. Uh, we have since boated in the Keys, um, the Gulf Coast. I uh, helped a friend of mine two years ago take his boat across the uh, from Carabelle down to Fort Myers, uh, which was a, a, a fun trip. And his girlfriend wouldn't go along, so what can I say? <laughs> um, and then we spent a lot of time on Lake Superior on a trailable trawler. We also host a Sea Dory gathering here in Florida every March on the St. John's River. We've been doing that for 10 years. So, and I've been doing most of the boat maintenance and modifications over the years. Of course, Joyce makes me look good at our docking here. And she's just an excellent, excellent admiral. So, Great. Yeah. And I want to talk a little bit about the Sea Dory as the conversation goes on, because you have, are now getting, you're now on the loop on a Sea Dory, but the mm -hmm. first loop was not on a Sea Dory. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us, you know, to start off with, to set the stage a little bit, tell us uh, when you did that great loop and what the vessel was. And then we'll, we'll get into the circumstances that brought you aboard that boat. Okay. Well, the, uh, I think that's well, your area there. We didn't have written down, but that's okay. We do know this information. We uh, we left uh, Palatka, Florida, on East on Good Friday, April fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two. 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 And anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and we we finished on Christmas Day in Jacksonville on uh, Christmas Day, 2022. Mm -hmm. And the vote is a 45 foot Californian. Named the Redemption. Named the Redemption. And we'll talk more about why we chose it later, but uh, it worked well. Yeah. 
So go ahead and, and tell us the California and the 45-foot California is obviously a larger boat than the Sea Dory, um, okay, which gave the room for the second couple. So tell us how that came about that you found yourselves looping one boat, two couples aboard. Ah, okay. okay. We were friends with Lee and Jan for many years, and, and they're the ones we looped with. And they also had a Sea Dory 45, 25, <laughs> 25. And we did a lot of experiences with them. And some years ago, we were relaxing on the dock on the Illinois River, and a boat, bigger boat came by that had a blooper flag. And Tom remembers it as a Camino 31. Camino 31. And he said to Lee, Lee, why don't you buy a boat like that? And we could do the loop with you. We kind of laughed about it. But two years later, Lee said, you know, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to do the loop together. And he went to a, a great loop rendezvous and he said, let the adventure begin. Exactly. Well, and I remember meeting Lee at the rendezvous um, sure. because he, sure. uh, he he became um, very quickly my uh, candy man. <laughs> he would hand me a Werther's every time. Man. Every time yeah. he walked by, he would hand me a Werther's. And <laughs> that was yeah. a much needed pick me up sometimes during a rendezvous when it's uh, an exhausting event. Um, so I remember Lee well. And mm -hmm. um, so you mentioned you both had sea dories. Why not do the loop? on the two sea dories and go together? What made you decide to get one bigger boat and the four of you to travel on the same boat? Well, I think it, it came down to, um, you know, doing it on a, on a sea dory, I like doing it in sections. But Lee has a point he wanted to put, get a year in, do the whole loop. Uh, it, it was on his bucket list trip. Yeah. And for us to, um, you know, on, on the redemption, the California 45, we could bring oil change things. We could bring our supplies along. We were able to stay out basically the whole year without a problem. On a sea door, that would have been a, a quite a bit more challenging. Not that people haven't done it. They have. Right. But um, mm -hmm. no, we just decided that we'd, we'd do it together. And, and, yeah. and you know, he was, he was willing to buy the boat. So we were willing to go along. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um once you're starting to talk about, you know, two couples, one boat, um, mm -hmm. a lot of times the parameters for the boat changes a little bit. So tell us, you know, as the four of you were kind of cooking up this plan, um, you already mentioned that Lee was going to buy the boat. How did you decide on the Californian and, you know, what features were must-haves? What kind of boats did you go out looking for before uh, deciding on the mm -hmm. Californian? Well, one thing we, we agreed, we did not want a total fixer-upper. We knew that within about a year or so, we wanted to get going. So a few mods were okay, um, but for the most part, had to be ready to go. We said we wanted two engines. We wanted a bow thruster. We wanted two um, separate berths and with separate showers and heads. And if we had an aft and a bow, that would be even the best possible. Mm -hmm. We wanted a salon comfortable enough for four people to hang out. We wanted a galley that two people could work in, a nice dinette. And uh, of course, one of the really big things is we had to pick a boat that had the proper air draft <laughs> because there's a few bridges. So he was out there measuring it to begin with uh, for the route we wanted. And we knew we'd have to have it down for two, two bridges and all we needed to do was to lower the radar tower. And that was very doable. But uh, there is no perfect boat. And you always have to be a little flexible. At first, we said, we don't want a boat with ladders. Well, if anybody knows a Californian, he has ladders and steps all over the place. They were no problem. And we actually got to um, 
appreciate them as exercise machines. <laughs> yeah, Lee had originally brought his stair stepper along. I told him, Lee, you don't need it. We're going to get all our exercise we want on this boat. And it turned out great. Real well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so the Californians layout that you ended up picking, did it meet all of those features? And, uh, you know, tell me about the two staterooms that it had. They were Afton and, and the bow. They were separate, had their own heads and everything. And it was absolutely, couldn't ask for better. No, and we, you know, had a good sun deck, yes. uh, nice flybridge. Yes. Um, Lee and Jan spent a lot of time in the flybridge. Uh, you know, we had areas that we could have our own space, and and I think that's important. If you right. you wouldn't have that on a Sea Dory twenty five with two cups. <laughs> now with two cups. But like we've learned on our Sea Dory, if somebody just goes off with their little book or something, you know, unless the boat's on fire, you do not have to bother them. You know, <laughs> so you just get used to when you can and can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, t talk a little bit about some of the challenges of, of looping with another couple. We've seen it um, and very badly with, you know, one couple buying the other one out on the boat. Um, we've seen it go really well. We know we've got at least two boats out there right now that I personally have come across that have two couples aboard. One of them, um, it's sisters and their husbands and, you know, one it's, mm -hmm. it's friends. Um, but what are some of the pitfalls or some of the challenges that people might be able to expect if they decide to do the loop in this manner? Well, first of all, spoiler alert, we're still friends. <laughs> all <of us. laughs> I'm so and glad people, to hear that. People ask us that all the time. All the time. First question. How did you stay on a boat eight and a half months with the same other, other people? Other people. Yeah. Well, first of all, we are all unique. Okay. And we all have different personalities and we have to, we have to understand that and, and embrace that. And, um, you know, were there misunderstandings on the, along the way? Yeah, I'm sure they were, and I'm sure they're all my fault, too. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, we, okay. But we're able to clear them up quickly. Um, one thing, you, you know, you have to have a like spirit. In our case, you know, we were all Christians, and we would, we, you know, we'd get a problem, uh, we'd pray on it yeah. and, and work it out. And you have to have some method of, of working out those little challenges. And, and it wasn't always, uh, you know, it wasn't big things. A lot of times it was just little things. I mean, oh, we had the shoe. Okay. Four couples. That back deck had eight pairs of shoes flying around. Lee almost tripped on one. There was always some in my way when I was trying to work in the, in the rear cleat. And so he said, all right, we have to come up with a plan for shoes. Seems small, but it really was nice to get it settled. Yeah, so little things like that mm -hmm. had to be dealt with. Um, we also needed to agree on a basic plan. Uh, Joyce and I allowed an hour or an hour to do the loop. Yeah. I'm going to set a record there. Okay. A year to do the loop. And we're willing to go along with whatever the schedule took during that year. Yeah. Lee is still actively involved in his business somewhat. I mean, and he, he was able to take time off, but there were a couple times, three times he had to take off and, and get back mm -hmm. to Michigan. And of course, finding a boat, you know, he lived in Michigan. I lived, we lived in Florida. It was difficult even to get together to, to find a to find a boat, but you know we did work it out. Finally, found one. In fact, the uh, first day he saw the boat was the day he put the final payment on it because I had to did all. We found it in Jacksonville, and I had it all surveyed and all that down here. But anyway, um, then uh, you have to so you have to consider family and work schedules, and um, we were able to be fluid enough that it worked out well. Yes. Also, you know wherever we wanted to stop, if we wanted to stop at at uh, a town for a, for a few days, Lee would make sure, yeah, we go all, we'll all stop there. If he wanted to go someplace, we'd all stop there. 
you have to have that flexibility. And we never had a tight schedule, never. Mm-hmm. Um, where a few areas we had to be, we made sure we got there a week early. You know, you, you, you've said it, everybody said it, you yeah. can't have a schedule on the right. loop. Um, so, and, you're, so you're, and your lifestyles need to be similar. similar. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's out partying all night and the other person is, is uh, quiet, it's not going to work out. It can work for the right people. But not right. for everybody, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Did you have an escape plan if it was not working out after you got a few months into it? You know, we never no. we never looked back. At, look you know, when I, when I commit to something, Mm-mm. I commit to something. And mm-hmm. we knew we were, we were going to make it work out. Um, I think that's why she's put up with me for over 50 years. You know? <laughs> uh, I love that. You make you make it you make it work out yeah. and 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 it did. Um, you know the only thing that could have really ended it all is if somebody one of us had a, a bad health problem. Yeah, that that. And you know, we're yeah. the youngest of us. Were, you know, we were seventy, and uh, so you know you never know what's going to happen. Although we were very careful always around the boat to uh, stay away from injuries. Uh, my good friend Doctor Bob always said the best first aid is not getting hurt, and so we had <laughs> yeah and, and and that and that worked. So that would have been that would have been the only thing if, if somebody would have got hurt um, seriously, we, we, the trip would have ended, and we understood that. But right. uh, that was about the only way. Yeah. As far as I go well, and Joyce, I loved your example about the shoes because um, you know it's the little things that can, and I think that goes for even of just two people on a boat. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But some of the the two couples on a boat that I have spoken with who you know just couldn't make it work. Um, talked about little things like towels that they couldn't agree on. And I thought, surely it wasn't about the towels. <laughs> um, no. So I, I think you're right that if you can kind of find a solution for the little things, it, it moves you in the right direction towards solving bigger things that might come up too. Yeah, and you can't let them grow. No, you know, if, if there's the a problem, you, you, deal, you deal with it now, you deal yes. with it honestly on a one-to-one basis and mm-hmm. and, and it'll go on. If you, if you, let, it, if you let it simmer, it's, it's gonna boil over. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take a quick break and play a message from a sponsor. When we come back, you know, we've talked a little bit about some of the challenges, but I want to talk a little bit about the benefits of doing it with two couples Mm -hmm. together. Um, So we'll take that break and we'll be back in a moment. Dawtaw Island, created by nature and reserved just for you. A hidden gem of the South Carolina Lowcountry, Dawtaw Island is a private community catering to the active lifestyle. Golf, tennis, pickleball, croquet, bocce, 33-acre nature preserve, and the full-service Dawtaw Island Marina. Just outside of historic Beaufort, South Carolina, and a short ride to Charleston, Savannah, and Hilton Head. Reserve your overnight stay and call ahead to arrange use of the island's amazing amenities. Marine Tech Services is on-site to cater to all your repairs and maintenance. Destination, Dawtaw Island. Visit Dawtaw.com. That's D-A-T-A-W dot com. Schwartz and Company Yacht Sales is a boutique yacht sales organization and a proud supporter of AGLCA, Loopers, and Adventurous Souls throughout the Great Lakes. We are the exclusive representative for American Tug throughout the Great Lakes region, including the Canadian provinces of Ontario and Quebec. We are very active in the yacht brokerage market on both the buy side and sell side, providing our guidance and resources to valued customers. We also work with shipbuilders, both in the U.S. and abroad, to bring our customers' unique dreams to life. We welcome the opportunity to earn your business. 
We're back on the Great Loop Radio podcast. We are chatting today with Joyce and Tom. They are some of our gold loopers who completed the loop in 2022 with their friends, uh, two couples aboard one Californian, a 45-foot Californian. Um, and they've been sharing the details of how they made that work because we know that it has worked for some. They're an example of that. And, and for others, it's proven to be a bigger challenge than they thought. So um, Tom and Joyce, you've been uh, very kind in sharing some of those details. You've talked about how you avoided letting any of the challenges become, you know, kind of deal breakers for your group. Um, what were some of the benefits, though? You you and um, Lee and Jan uh, had a great time. So what were the benefits of experiencing it with your friends? We did. We enjoyed the company. And uh you know, when you have that many people, you can always have two people at the helm at any given time. And you say, well, I can drive alone. Sure, you can. But if someone else is looking up phone numbers and working with you on the radio, that kind of benefit. Um, and uh, it gives you more sets of eyes to look at things if things get really uh, tight. And I know Tom quickly will share a little thing. You were there. And well, at, well, at Norfolk this Norfolk. year, <laughs> you know, everybody, uh, we plan on spending two days at we are across the river at Portsmouth. And that's all we plan on spending there. Well, nine days we spent there because the weather went really bad. Yes. And then what happened is like what I call a sucker hole. I'm also a pilot and it's just all of a sudden the clouds cleared in one spot and everybody took off, us included. Well, after probably a couple mile or two, it turned into solid fog. We found out that there was a um, oversized container ship coming down the channel, which which we never did see, or I didn't see it, but we had one person on radar. We had one person keeping heading and the, and the other persons uh, were on watch. And that, and that really helped a lot having that extra extra crew there. Um, you know, we even had a uh, another looper come in right in front of us. And uh, fortunately, somebody was on the radar and said, hey, we got one coming at us. We're able to deal with it right away. Mm -hmm. and, and yet we could concentrate on uh, on, on that. Um, so it was a, it was a nice safety safety feature, especially on that particular day. That day it, it, it got our attention. Yes, and, uh, and and that just comes in too. We're together in those tough times, but then you can take more breaks, and that got especially true when we had some long days. We had a few ten-hour travel days. One in particular on Lake Erie, the Erie that was not only long, but a beam sea the whole time, and we finally got into a rhythm where. You could be on for four hours, take a break, and then be on, you know, and we just, it really makes, you're, you're a lot less white at the end of the day. And of course, you can share marina costs and taxis or Uber things, um, and uh, it's easier docking. Now, that is really for sure, because everybody had their place, and we talked a little bit about uh, the captain cannot see the stern, so Tom was his eyes and ears off the back. Jen and I each had our spot to be at a lock. It was just like clockwork really as, mm -hmm. as it went together and uh it, everybody has something different that they could do and it uh we, we all have different fun. different talents and, mm -hmm. and but it was nice to get a break now and that's oh, that, uh, that's for it, sure it, it really is I, I look at some of these people that solo and and uh do it I, I, I i'm impressed by them but uh we, we liked our crew yeah. we really did and joyce and i make a great crew together but on that boat it was really nice to have the, the four people it was great. Yeah. It was and, great. and I I really hadn't thought about the advantage during docking and locking of having four people until pretty recently. Um, 
and I, I don't even remember which marina we were at, but one of our boats that's out there right now with two couples was coming in. And um, as they're, you know, pulling, uh, backing into the finger, um, there were several loopers catching lines and the person on board handling the lines didn't have to run from the bow to the stern and back and forth to toss those mm -hmm. because somebody was in each place. And I was like, so easy. Yes. <laughs> How yes. Nice. We're spoiled. Um, Right yeah. yeah, but sure. you did you did mention, um, you know, some of the cost sharing and, you know, if you're comfortable talking about that, some you, you did mention that Lee was willing to buy the boat. How sure. did yeah. you break up the other things um, and not just costs, but also kind of workload because the loop is work. So, um, you know, how did you split up all of those things? Okay, we'll do costs first. We'll, do the cost right? first. well, as we know, Lee and Jan owned the boat, they bought it and they sold it. But early on, we took us aside one day and said, listen, it's my boat when it's time to sell it. But while the four of us are on board, it is our boat. And you will refer to it as our boat. And we treated it. And we treated it as ours. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, so because of that, they took care of all the parts and uh, enhancements to the boat, anything of those costs. They covered all the fuel costs. Oh, yes, they were generous. They're very generous, especially with seven dollar <laughs> gallon fuel for a while. There. Oh yeah, we but were out there too. You know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but we spied time and labor, such as getting the boat ready for those months ahead of time. It needed an upgraded anchoring system, a dinghy davit installed and inverted to run the refrigerator during the day, and other little things. And of course, Tom especially, and we did that early on. Um, we did pay a certain amount towards marinas each month. We agreed on that. We shared for the food all half and half. We ate 90% of our meals on board every night, one together. And so we split that. And uh, we found out that one of the first things that's so important, I don't care how you divide them, is early on, talk about money, figure out exactly in detail what's going to happen. We never had a disagreement on money. Never, not not at all. And if, for groceries, if somebody wanted something special that they, only they were going to eat, then they bought it on their own. But otherwise, yeah. it was a 50 50 split and it, it yeah. worked really well. And you had to say, I don't care if they ate six pieces of chicken and we ate five. You know, I mean, you can't get that detail. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Now, workload um, Lee was a captain, okay, Captain Lee, and he did all the documents in and out of the docks um and and that was that was a, a good thing i mean basically he was on insurance policy for doing things <laughs> like that and i was able to be on the stern making sure that we were backing in telling him when to go forward reverse and that and that and and able to help uh he also ran the boat probably the majority of the hours um and once again it, it didn't matter to us a lot uh, as time went on and, and we'd run it in between and, and you know, we were always up on the bridge there or you know kicking around and, you know and a lot of times i'd be down in the engine room checking things too so uh in fact i was called the chief engineer mm -hmm. probably the only engineer come to think of it uh, <laughs> but i was in charge of, of maintaining uh maintaining all the systems um the diesel engine care um i am basically mechanically inclined yes. i've installed most everything on my, on our c dory and, and and able to do things However, I had absolutely no diesel engine experience. Never owned a diesel, still never owned a diesel. So we went to, I went to see one of the sponsors from AGLCA, Captain Chris. Mm -hmm. and you can help with that. <laughs> fantastic boat maintenance, um, boat systems course. Mm -hmm. It was well worth every penny we, I paid and uh, it saved us thousands of dollars along on the trip. 
some of the hints that he had uh, when we left Peoria, we had an engine overheat and uh, uh, we had to shut down one of the engines and I was able to, with Lee at the helm, quickly run downstairs and I was able to diagnose the problem and find a workaround. So within 15 minutes, we had the engine running again wow. and we were able to keep it running all the way to Alden, Illinois, where we could get the cat repairman to take care of that issue that I, I couldn't personally take care of. So he saved us a lot of money and made sure that the trip went well. So if, if you don't know diesel systems, see him about it. Okay, we also, Joyce and I did most of the trip planning and, um, and navigation. And we'd spend about two, two to three hours a day on the days that we were gonna move yeah. going over that. Um, you know, I just feel comfortable with, with the planning part of it. Of course, we'd always discuss, okay, we wanna go to this town Okay, but I always have an A, B, and C. Okay, if, mm -hmm. if we can't make it to here, we're going to go here. If we can't get there, we're going to anchor there. Most of the time, we were able to get to where we wanted to go because we did it conservatively. But it, it does it does take a bit of a, a bit of planning, especially uh, getting used to tides and currents. I mean, I have some experience in that, but uh, you know, six foot and eight footers were a little more interesting for me. But we, you know, we dealt with it. Um, Joyce and Jan cooked, and Lee and I ate. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, but we all shared the galley uh, chores. Clean up. Yeah. Clean up. Yeah. Uh, every night, somebody else would take a different night of cleanup. Um, Joyce and Jan also did the interior cleaning of the boat. And Lee and I were in charge of the exterior of the boat. Uh, Jan kept the expenses and records, uh, uh, fuel rather, and records like that. And Joyce did a daily log. So we all had our, our own little uh, niches and, and it it worked out well that way. Yes. And, and and as far as the planning, we never had any problem with planning. When we came up with a plan, everybody went along with it. So it's all good. Yeah. You're making this division of labor sound fabulous. <laughs> 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 Having two extra people to split that really sounds great. Um, so any other thoughts that you would give to somebody who's contemplating, you know, should we attempt this with friends or family members for that matter? You know, like I said, we've got some sisters out there right now with their husbands. Is Any other thoughts that they should consider beforehand? Definitely go out ahead of time and spend yeah. some time together. You know, we used to oh, do yeah. a lot of big scuba diving trips and we would rent a house and we get various couples to stay with us. And there were some couples, you know, they were all good people. Don't, yes. don't misunderstand me. But we were not always compatible. And so maybe the next trip, we didn't have the people come back. You you need mm -hmm. to make sure that you're compatible and yes. you're on the same wavelength. Yes. And again, we were on a, on a sailing trip with them. You know, we boated together that way. We were able to uh, know that we we could deal with things and make it all work. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and if you can make it work, it, it makes for a fantastic trip. You know, we, we can share this trip with uh, the four of us. That if, if it's an individual boat, yeah, you meet people along the way, but you don't always get back together with them yet. We yeah. get on the phone and we just laugh about what we did here or there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's advantages. Yeah. Fun. Awesome. So it sounds like it went very well. So would you do it again with another couple if you, the opportunity arose? I am glad that we did it the first time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I would, but as far as doing it a, a second time that way, uh, Probably not. It took a. It takes a year out of our life. Uh, you know, I spent yeah. a lot of time working on the book, which I enjoy. We were good, uh, and it was it was all good. But at, at this point, uh, we have some other things we'd, we'd like to do. And by doing the, the complete loop, 
you know, we found a lot, there were a lot of side areas we want to go to. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of areas that on the second, where we're going to do it all on the second trip, but there's certain areas we want to spend more time in. Uh, the Chesapeake, um, mm -hmm. we did not go through Canada on our, our loop. So next, uh, this, this summer, we're already figuring on, on doing all the Canadian portion of the trip. And, and um, we did the Cumberland. Well, I'm getting into her stuff, but, <laughs> but, well, we, but, but we, we have, you know, just other things that we want to do right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but, but I wouldn't give up the first trip. No, not, 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 for, not for anything not else for we could have done. Anything else there. we could have done. That. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and you, you have started to talk about your, your second loop and you've mentioned you have mm -hmm. the Cedar Rates. Uh, so tell us, you know, what, what's the plan? Where are you boating now? And, and will you do the second loop continuously or kind of trailer the boat to the different places you want to be? We're going to trailer boat it trailer. where we're going to go. Yes. So we may land up doing our second and third loop at the same time because we go one direction, <laughs> we turn around and come we back. Come back. <laughs> and we have done most, most of Florida already. Um, we have a few little sections I need to fill in. Um, it's, it's nice because I can do it when I feel like it. And I, we tend to we tend to go slow. Uh, you know how long did we spend well, on the we Cumberland? Spent three and a half weeks on the Cumberland. Yeah, just between and Green we Turtle. Did, we did the Western Erie Canal and took three and a half weeks to do it. Mm -hmm. So that tells how we enjoy stopping. Absolutely. Right, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take us a while. Um, we're hoping to set a record for the longest second loop. But no. <laughs> my friend Golf John it. will probably beat me to that. But anyway. <laughs> but so what's uh, next? You mentioned Canada this summer. Um, is that yeah. kind of the next big trip you plan to do? That's the main the, the main aim for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have a couple spots in Florida here this year, uh, this winter that I'm going to take some time off January, February, and fill in those little gaps. Yes. Um, then we will trailer up in uh, May, and possibly do part of the tennis, some more of the Tennessee River. Uh, we usually stop there on the way up, and that's the advantage of trailerable boat. Mm -hmm. And uh, then uh, it's a little warmer. We'll head up um, towards Wisconsin. We've just stopped there for a month. Uh, we have family there, family, and then yeah. then off to Canada. Then off to Canada, and then on the way back, uh, do something else. Something yeah. else. You know, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all sounds fabulous. Um, enjoy the cruising. Um, any final advice for people who are preparing for their own loop, whether they're going to do it, uh, you know, with another couple or by themselves? What's What's your best advice for want to be loopers? Well, I have lots of advice, but I'm only going to mention a few. Number okay. one, make your own luck. Before you start the loop, be sure you've gone over your boat systems, maintenance, inspect and service as needed, and then and then do a shakedown cruise. You know, we had great luck on our trip. We we only had a couple things that we we couldn't have predicted, and they they weren't major. The the one was uh, with that turbocharger after cooler, but you know we couldn't predict that. But otherwise, we just didn't have any problems because we took care of them ahead of time. Uh, and lo knowing your systems, I'm a Garmin guy. The boat had Ray Marine, <laughs> so I had to learn how to speak Ray Marine. So you know, learn your electronics ahead of time because when we got in into that situation, we had to use a radar. Very comfortable with it. Yes, uh, we have radar on our sea dory too. On that mm -hmm. training captain, if you're unfamiliar with your craft, be sure to hire a training captain. Um, this was a, some of the best money you can spend. Uh, we had three full training days spent mostly on docking. And, uh, you know, most boats, uh, got California, and you get a big wind, it gets a little challenging. Lee did an excellent job, but we had to get the experience, and that only comes with a training captain. Mm -hmm. 
um, set your weather and wave limits and stick to them. You know, we all on the boat mm -hmm. agreed to what we call the two foot rule. Mm -hmm. If the forecast was for more than two foot seas, we didn't go. Mm -hmm. It says three, we don't go. Now, now, two feet can seem conservative, but they can turn into threes and fours. We can handle threes and, and fours. We and we had them. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to start out with fours and turn them into fives and six and sevens. That's that's not fun. Exactly. So, um, uh, <laughs> you know, you can, you can, uh, you better to be on the land wishing you were on the water than being on the water wishing you were on the land. <laughs> Very okay. good point. Right. AGLCA. You know, if you're not a member, <laughs> why not? Join. <laughs> Yes. You know, it, there's there's no other organization that is better for the Great Loop. Uh, the benefits are, are so huge. Uh, uh, the, the hosts, um, the the planning, the classifieds. I um, mean, and we get our, our update on on the forums every day. The weather planning across the Gulf. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, if you're not a member, you should be. Um, and, and watch some YouTube videos too. And part of that, I. You know, our favorite one happens to be Soho and Joe, uh, Jen and Ab you, you know, you know them. Ben. And yeah, uh, we yeah. met on the loop and they're, they're real down to earth. They kind of yeah, cruise yeah, like yeah. we do, not in a big hurry. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're just good people. If you're not watching something like that, you should talk, yeah. listen to right people. And uh, I guess I guess in closing, uh, completing the loop, the, the loop on the redemption. Uh, was a life-changing journey yes. with memories that are just going to last forever. So if, if you're considering doing a loop, start preparing now. Yes. You know, <laughs> there's an old saying, I know it, every journey starts with the first step. Take that first step and get going on it. You won't regret it. Right. My thoughts. And that is, that is a great way to close. I could not have said it better myself. Um, this <laughs> has really been a great conversation because, you know, we get questions about, two couples aboard and and I think for when it doesn't go well it makes for in some kind of weird way it makes for a great story so I love to hear the success stories um because I don't want people to be deterred you're right everybody's different there are ways to kind of handle preemptively the problems that could come up so I'm, I'm thrilled to share this success story for that way of looping today and I, I want to thank you both for coming on and sharing it and please give Lee and Jen my best the next time you talk with them We'll do and that we'll be talking probably to today. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, tell, totally, I am missing my Worthers. So. <laughs> we will tell them that. It'll feel like Please that. do. But Joyce and Tom, thank you again for joining us. And thank you for sharing all of the details of your story. Thank you, Kim, thank so you much. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. Yeah. Thanks to everyone who's watched and listened today. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Great Loop Radio podcast. Until then, safe cruising. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.